Dragon at the Movies. Hi, Birdo. Hi, Dragon. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. It's been so long <laughs> since we've done this, right? It actually, I don't even know. It does what, feel like it's been a long time. I don't even know how to do an intro anymore. It's I know. Just, I that's, probably like, for, that's probably for the best. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it? Because I, yeah. like, I feel like I had it. I had it. And like now that I don't have it, it's gone now. It's never coming back. Good. Uh, yeah how was your quote-unquote week uh so it was pretty good we um we went to uh my uh, sister-in-law's wedding went to my sister-in-law elizabeth's wedding um it was Mm -hmm. very very fun i was a bridesmaid it was great had a great time at the wedding and then after we did dunfest so we did a whole week of uh family activities mostly with andrew's family but a little bit with mine as well yeah uh, it was super fun. I got I I'm, I came back with a cold, so that's annoying. It's not COVID. It's just a, monkey box. It's just a very very annoying head cold. Ah, uh, you came back with monkey box or chest cold, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but no, uh, just generally obnoxious. <laughs> the annoying part too is like I had a fever one day last week, just for like twelve hours, not even. <laughs> okay. And then I and then I felt better. Uh, and then I started getting this like lingering little cough and the, the cough is just like the most annoying thing in the world and like a little bit of congestion. Yeah. But that's it. It's just obnoxious. I don't feel like, I don't feel bad. I just feel, I'm just annoyed by this cough. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, that, that's me. How about you, Berto? How was your more uh, than a week? I mean, Jesus Christ. What have I done all week? I mean, I've done so many things cause that's what I do, right? Uh-huh. You know how I, how I do all these things. Yep. You're a busy man. Anyway, did, did those things and it's so many things I shouldn't even name them all because it's just... <laughs> You know, Jesus, so Perfect. many things that I had to do. Perfect. Uh, basically, I actually, what did I do this weekend? If I'm going to be honest, oh, nothing. Yeah, really, nothing. Nice. I mean, because because my brother was on vacation, so I had to run the business by myself. Let me say. I did notice that. Yes, yes, that makes sense. Um, it looks like you got a lot of nursery stuff done. Um, no, I just put stuff in the room. Oh, okay. That that was cleaned up for the the week before. I see, I see. You know, I just don't I just don't brag about every single thing I do. I don't <laughs> okay. know what to tell you. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Uh, sh- I, should we jump into it then, Berto? If you're done yeah, bragging. Just just to remind you, sometimes I do things and I don't brag about it because you know I don't believe that you have to brag about everything you do. Not you, mm-hmm. Dragon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. I because I, I absolutely will brag about everything I do. <laughs> All right. All right, Dragon. I guess we'll uh, we should get this started, right? Yep. Get into the fucking. We got a lot to do today, so let's go ahead and start with a little segment we call "Dragon on the Couch." Dragon. Yes. What did you do on the couch this week? Okay, so um, uh, the first thing I'm going to talk about is uh, Andrew and I have been watching uh, the same Raimi movies as I talked about last week, mm-hmm. and um, uh, we watched Spider-Man Two, which is currently oh. streaming on Peacock. FYI. Okay. Ooh, this nice. is okay. the 2004 Sam Raimi Spider-Man 2, mm. uh, you know, starring Tobey Maguire and, and uh, what's her name, Kirsten Dunst and whatever, uh, I, James Franco. Can I, just say, it's, yeah. can I just say it's perfect that you forgot Kirsten Dunst? Yeah. <laughs> well, she's more, she's in Spider-Man 2 more than she is in the first one. I think she's yeah, a bit but... more to do. I, um, it's fine. It's, the movie is fine. Andrew <gasps> loves it. It's apparently the best out of the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans. I, I, okay, like, I, I just don't, this version of Spider-Man, I do not like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man, I just, it, I think it's boring, it's not, it's not funny, like, none of it's funny, he's not funny, I, it just, like, I understand that a lot of people have a, a soft spot for it, and I understand that, like, Sam Raimi made these Spider-Man movies, and it, like, you know, made, uh, it made basically everybody be like, oh, shit, these movies can be, like, good, 
instead of mm-hmm. like the really really shitty campy uh, superhero movies we had before it. But I just am not interested in this. <laughs> so I, I just want to remind you, this movie made almost eight hundred million in the box office. I'm so I'm so bored when I'm watching it. I, I really I, I, just don't. That amazes me because this is actually like I really think that this still holds up today. That this is still the second best. Uh, uh, some people would argue it's like it's it's up there. It's definitely in the top five in terms of like superhero movies. Yeah. In my opinion, so the fact that you are like eh just makes me realize that oh yeah that's right you don't you you don't like good things you actually <laughs> like crappy things. I just don't I just don't really like Spider Man. No, like, yeah, maybe th- not, or at least not this version of Spider Man. Because um, okay. I, re- I really liked um, the uh, Spider Man, uh, the multiverse one, the animated one. That one was really, really good. And I liked like Tom Holland as Spider Man. I just don't. I think I don't like Tobey Maguire as Spider Man. Um, I, in my opinion, I think that Spider Man is at his best, and this is the same thing in the comic. Is mm-hmm. when Spider Man's best feature is when. You have to realize that he has to choose between being Spider-Man and being Peter Parker, and it's that constant juggle of, I can't do both. Yes. Yeah. And I, that, to me, I, is when I he's at his it. best, yes. and you seem to hate that. I do. Well, when we were watching it, I was telling Andrew, I was like, I just wouldn't be Spider-Man. Like, this is such a pain in the ass. I just wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I know with great power comes great responsibility and blah, 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 but I absolutely would just be like, nah. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. And uh, All right. anyway, that that was that. So we watched that. I understand that it it made a shit ton of money and everybody likes it and it's like a beloved uh in uh Spider-Man movie, but uh not not for me. Yeah, I just, you know, what can I tell you? What what is for you, Dragon? Crap. Well, that what what's for me is what the next thing I'm going to talk about. So we watched uh Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, so, I'm a fucking I uh, Jesus. Just go, ahead. go ahead. So it's yeah. on it's on Disney Plus. Um, we watch it at home with Andrew's family, so it's a very it's a family movie for sure, um, and it is so good. Mm-hmm. It's it truly is. Real. So John Mulaney and Andy Samberg uh, play um, the two uh, ch- chipmunks. Okay. Um, and uh, Seth Rogen is in it, uh, playing a um, a character. Kung Fu Panda. Uh, no. He's Seth Rogen. He literally listed as Seth Rogen, Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, but these are wrong. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. The, like the characters, John Mulaney and Andy Samberg are playing it, yeah. Chip and Dale, not Tick and Tack. Oh, okay. It's weird. Okay. Anyway, um, it's it's like it's a very fun movie. I can't believe how fun it was. It's also one of those movies where like it's packed with references for people like our age, mm-hmm. um, which is is great. Uh, so it like it just makes it you know exciting to watch. So what you're saying is I 100% should watch it. I think you would like it. Both me and Jaime have told you that you should watch it. You should watch it. No, but should I just wait until I have a child to watch it with? So I don't just feel like a creep watching this child's movie by myself? Yeah, go for it. That that sounds like a good that sounds like a good plan. Um, so anyway, I really liked it. I thought it was cute. It's cute. It's funny. It's got a lot of ref- it's packed with references um, mm-hmm. that you remember if you're like a millennial. So uh, yeah, highly recommend. Um, yes, go. Do you think I should get angry at my son when he turns five and doesn't remember watching this movie? The <laughs> same way I get angry at you because you don't remember some fucking thing that you watched, you know, uh, three years ago? Uh, yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> but should you? No, absolutely not. Um, so anyway, uh, I watched that. Um, I, and so the next two movies actually kind of go together. 
mm-hmm. uh, so I'll, I'll start with the, the one of them, and then we'll talk about the other one together. Okay. Um, so we also, with the Andrews family, watched Hot Shots, which is a 1991 comedy spoof movie uh, based on Top Gun, the original mm-hmm. Top Gun. Yes. And uh, it's starring Charlie Sheen. Uh, as like as Maverick, but not Maverick. I forget what the his, you know his name is in, in Hot Shots. But it's basically it's just like a, a complete scene for scene ripoff. <laughs> yeah, for real, it really is. And it's fun. I, I we we had I mean it's it's dated for sure, but it, it, we still had some like good laugh lines. And and we had just watched um, the next movie that I'm going to talk about, the new Top Gun Maverick. Uh, yeah. In the theaters, which is also somehow like a remake. Okay, okay, hold on. Okay, yeah. so let's let's start with this. Let's just talk talk about Hot Shots. All right, number one. Yes. The Charlie Sheen's name was uh, it, well, his let's just call him what is called yes. yeah. Topper. Topper. Yeah. Topper, of course, because the Top Gun. His name is Topper. Perfect name, by the way. Perfect. Um, I remember watching this movie. It is fucking hilarious. It is hilariously funny. <laughs> okay. Um, because it is a shot-for-shot remake, except they just, you know, it's just a complete spoof comedy of it all. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. Um, now, this is starring, of course, uh, your boy Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? What was her name? The girl in it. Valeria something. Valeria, Valeria. Oh, Valeria Golino. Yeah, that's it. That's it. She is famous for being in like five movies in the 90s and then somehow like still makes movies but somehow she was like the it girl for like three years and then somehow just stopped being it yeah even though she's fucking gorgeous in this movie yeah oh she's a beautiful woman for sure Mm -hmm. um and yeah what did you like the movie dragon i did you know it it is a very (laughs) excuse me it's a very 90s it's a 90s spoof movie i mean how can you not you know john Mm -hmm. crier is in it that's fun uh carrie um, boy uh yeah uh what the fuck is his name uh Elways or something like that i never remember how to pronounce his name um from princess bride he's in it yeah um and he's great everybody likes him yeah uh it, I, it, I think it's, it's a, a hilarious it's movie a fun, it's a good uh oh lloyd bridges is in it <laughs> like, mm-hmm. this, like befuddled admiral um i i really liked it i, th- I thought it was fun it, it was a great we watched it right after watching top gun maverick and it was such a good pairing it's a good pairing uh do you remember the original top gun i do not i've actually never seen it wow, but here's okay. the fun here's the funny thing top gun maverick uh was basically like hot shots could have been spoofing top gun maverick it like didn't matter <laughs> you know yes and no but yeah i got it um I mean, as far as I could tell, you know, Question, did, only those two. Did you ever watch Hot Shots Part 2? I, I don't think so, but I'm not 100% sure. That one is great. That one, by the way, spoof is, spoofs uh, Rambo 2. Nice. And has so much, like, I, I personally think it's, a, it's funnier, mm-hmm. but, um, I mean, it's, just, it's a fucking silly spoof movie. It's fucking hilarious. It's great. I love a good spoof movie. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I really do. It was like so great, and then somewhere around like the 2000s, they just decided, why would we make good spoof movies? Let's just make really bad ones with just nothing but 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 uh, references to, like, it's nothing but reference, nothing except references to things that are happening right now. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. No, and and it doesn't like work later on when you watch it. Like yeah. th- those films don't hold up. It's just not pop- like my beloved scary movie, which holds up perfectly. Yeah, it's because because they're, they're making fun of a movie. Um, and just like uh, Hot Shots, uh, Hot Shots is making fun of uh, like a classic movie. Yeah. Right. Uh, fucking Hot Shots Part Two is making fun of a classic movie. Yeah. Uh, Airplane is making fun of a classic movie. And but then you have like Meet the Spartans, which is literally it's trying to make fun of Three Hundred, but it just 
it's it's pulling in too many other but references. I, I will say this too about three hundred. Three hundred is already almost a spoof movie. So like, yeah, that's the thing. Like it's just a it's, serious. It's a weird like, thing. It's a weird thing to fucking to pick to spoof. Yeah. But then like they just they started making bad spoof movies because they thought like oh just make pop culture references and everyone will laugh and then it yeah. turned out like no that's actually not. Not only will everyone not laugh, but by the time the movie comes out, it's already dated. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. But, uh, yeah, so, all right, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Dragon. And I would suggest you watch Hot Sauce Part 2, because it's more <laughs> of the same. I think I have, um, but I'll, I'll get back to you on that. I'll ask Andrew. He's I, the one I, who knows. I would love if it's like, no, you actually just saw Rambo 2. You didn't yeah, see the Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which would, would also make sense. You saw I'm Rambo talking- I've seen all the Rambos, for sure. It's like, you've seen Rambo Part 2 and laughed your ass off, so everyone was like, that's weird. Yeah, everyone's like, wow, she's crazy. <laughs> all right, and now finally, let's let's finish it off now. Let's okay. talk about... Go ahead. So the the last thing I'm going to talk about is something, Berto, I see is also on your list. Um, I went to the theaters last week mm-hmm. uh, while we were home, and we saw Top Gun Maverick. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Um, currently only in theaters and probably staying in theaters for yes. uh, the foreseeable future. Because Tom Cruise demanded it. Mm-hmm. It's already made half a billion dollars. So. I, By the way, I'm not even joking. Tom Cruise demanded it. This was supposed yeah. to come out like right in 2020. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, and basically when everyone started like, oh, let's let's start doing streaming. They asked Tom, Tom Cruise if they would make his, the movie streaming. And he's like, no, I, my, Top Gun Maverick will never be streaming. I, I, think, <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, no, this is a theater movie. You're going to the theater to see this. It is for sure a theater movie. Like, there, there, that is no argument. It needs mm-hmm. to be seen in the theater to, like, be fully appreciated. Yeah. Um, all right, Dragon, why don't you tell me your thoughts about this movie? I really liked it. I thought it was very fun. It's basically, <laughs> I, from what I understand, it's just Top Gun remade. Um, but uh, Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. But uh, I was like, I was like, man, I know this is like, you know, U.S. war propaganda or whatever, like U.S. military propaganda, but the planes go fast. (laughs) 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 The plane goes really fast and the motorcycle go fast. (laughs) Planes go fast and it's fun. Vroom, vroom. It goes vroom, vroom. (laughs) We literally, we literally left and I was like, you know, you know those movies like Fast and the Furious does this too, where you leave, where the newer Fast and the Furiouses don't, but like the older ones do, where you leave Mm -hmm. the movie theater and you like want to go 100 miles an hour like you really want to like just drive as fast as you possibly can home you want to try to drift home basically yeah yeah like i feel like that's how this movie is it like made me want to drive something very fast (laughs) so uh i i'm sure you're aware of this but it's a famous story that um when the original top gun came out Uh the navy would set up like recruitment centers across the street from theaters i i did not know that but that makes total sense um, their recruitment apparently went up after the release of Top Gun. Their recruitment went up four hundred percent. I'm I'm a hundred percent sure. I'm because everyone was like, "Tom Cruise go vroom!" Now I go vroom. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of my sister in laws was talking about that when we left the theater. She was like, "You know, she wanted to be a pilot when she was a yeah. kid, and she wanted to be this kind of pilot because of Top Gun. Like she saw yeah. Top Gun. She was like, I want to do that. Unfortunately, she can't because her eyeballs. But um, <laughs> you have to have perfect vision. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, you you have to be an elite human being. Oh, yeah. you don't. See- you don't say. The, the only thing we could, when we left, the first thing she said was like, I don't think Bob would be able to be a pilot. 
or, or he would not be in the he would not be in the plane. He ha- he has glasses. Like, you just can't do that. No, no. You have to have perfect vision. It's amazing. You have to have more than perfect vision. Every and more than perfect reflexes. Everything has to be perfect about you. You have well, to be a perfect human being. You're going like nine hundred miles an hour, and you're trying yeah. to make like hairpin turns. You you have to be able to have reflexes that are insane. Like there's yep. no there's absolutely no way. So, yeah. So by the way, it it is similar. The difference is that the original is uh, they go to Top Gun, which is like the aviation school for the elite for the yeah. best of the best yeah and um <laughs> it's just it's basically just a sports movie at that point it's like who's gonna win and then at the very yeah, end it's they like have... who's gonna win like the top gun world cup kind of thing yeah right? it's like not it's there are no like military stakes which is won by uh val kilmer Iceman, mm-hmm. as we call him yeah. uh the best my favorite part about top gun the original top gun is that tom cruise starts the movie as this like cocky guy who's who's dangerous they they say that multiple times it's like he he makes decisions that are dangerous yeah Be, and it's by luck they always seem to turn out uh that they go for it but it's like you're you you're a dangerous flyer Mm-hmm. And you're gonna get other people killed, and that's what Iceman's biggest gripe with him was: is like you, I don't like you because you're a dangerous flyer. You're gonna get other people killed because you're fucking out there being a goddamn maverick. Yeah. And um, at the end of the movie, uh, Tom Cruise decides it saves the day by uh, you know being a dangerous flyer and just mavericking his way into victory. Yeah. That <laughs> so he learns nothing basically. That's what I'm trying to say. That's the best part of the, about the movie. But like, doesn't his his friend dies in the process though, right? Yes. And he learns nothing because of it. Well, his friends died because of a because of a freak accident. Oh, okay. It wasn't like and, his fault. And they even say like you're you're like we reviewed everything. You're you, you, like it wasn't your fault at all. Yeah. And then the end of the movie is him accepting that he his friend he wasn't at fault for his friend's death. Interesting. Which leads into the second movie where uh, let's just go ahead and fucking spoil it because I fucking love it. Because uh, let me just say this, Dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, don't, don't I, spoil. Don't spoil it. I feel like we can't spoil. I mean, I no, we can't spoil it. Okay, I'll try to say as little bit of spoilers as I can when I do okay. this. But, okay. Okay. Uh, let me just say this. So one of the reasons why I love this movie is because I felt like I went to the theater and I saw a movie that was from the eighties. Yeah. And what I mean by that is that in the eighties we had this thing of like one man can conquer all yeah. through, through sheer will. Yeah. And no one else can stop him. And, and not just that, but he then inspires other people and leads them to yeah. do things. Yeah. And that's what this movie was. It was like, you're all holding me back. And not only will I burst through and lead the way, you all will follow through with me. And yeah. that's essentially what Tom Cruise does. Tom Cruise passes the baton to Tom Cruise. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> and, he really does. <laughs> and let me just say this. Um, I love the fact that they basically showed the Navy is new, but nothing has changed. You still need to be a fucking a maniac to do these things because they had think about what they had. They had a black fight. Oh, no, they, they had a prominent black uh, pilot. Now mm-hmm. they had a woman pilot. They had like right. They had different. They had a nerd fucking pilot. Yeah. And. What did they do? Nothing. They sat down and fucking let Tom Cruise lead the way. And then Tom Cruise is like, my, uh, this is why I think the movie succeeded is because I heard I heard someone's uh, critique of it was, do we really need Tom Cruise telling cis white men to oh don't think, just act? And I was like, that's why this movie was number one in the <laughs> box office. Because he was just making a movie and an idiot like you saw that and was like, oh, this is the message he's trying to tell. It's like, no, he's just trying to be like, sometimes everyone just has to sit down and let the best man do the job. 
I mean, I, I, I think it's like even le- I think it's like more like I want to make this movie because I want to show you uh, how good I am at doing dangerous things. And that was like Tom Cruise's whole thing. Yes. He's like, look how good and I am at doing this thing that was really fucking hard to do. And when you hear about how they made it, you're like, yeah, that sounds like it sucks. Yes. And, <laughs> and by the way, here, here's a proof that that life imitates art is that in the original movie, they put the, the actors into the cockpits. Uh-huh. And the only person who's who's real they could use was tom cruise because he's the only one who was able to be <laughs> in the cockpit yeah. and act and like this time all of them were in there i thought none of them acting. were allowed in. i thought none of them were actually allowed the, in the planes last time because of they, the because uh, it was too dangerous and this time were, that's why they tom were cruise allowed like fuck it they were allowed in the planes but they can't touch anything so they have an another pilot doing all the work well they had another pilot here too yeah, but this time they were actually able to. So all the people in the movie, the 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 chick pilot, she was a, she was in there too, and they were actually able to use a reel. So he basically was like, "Sit the fuck down, all of you. I, if I can do this, the rest of you can fucking do this." So I don't want to hear your fucking mouths complaining well, about shit. I I also I love here when they were talking about like all the all the actors were talking about being like, yeah, like basically I would like throw up and then do a take and then throw up again like all of them had vomit bags like right below them out of like right out of frame because yeah. they were con- constantly puking in the plane which makes yeah. sense to me because w- I'm watching it like I would I, I mean I wouldn't get in the plane to begin with like there's just simply no way that you would get yes. me in one of those airplanes I don't even want to go on a commercial flight like let, let alone any of this shit yeah. where some top gun guy is gonna like go Mm-hmm. As fast as you could possibly go and try and kill me in the process. Yeah, but also, how great was it that you watched the movie and I didn't feel like anyone, anyone from any side was talking down to me in a political way? No, there was, there, this movie is as apolitical as a piece of propaganda can possibly get. It's, it's amazing. And I was like, wow, I, this is so refreshing. I, I like this so much because I don't feel like they're fucking trying to teach me some lesson. They, it was just they like, were, just, just to sit back and enjoy the show. Literally, yeah. They, they were so careful. The, the enemies in this, completely unnamed, not even a, not even a language, not a symbol. You couldn't even see what their skin color was because yeah. of their, and, the way their outfits were. Like, they, and, they did, they went above and beyond to be like, we are not fucking dating this by being like, it's like the Soviets or it's this or it's that. Like, that's it. We're, they're just an unnamed enemy and that's it. <laughs> So here now here's a crazy background and and then I I will move on cuz we have to move on. Okay. But um so uh do you remember when the trailer first came out uh-huh. people criti- like uh apparently it, they had to edit the trailer because China was like, "Oh, Tom Cruise has a flag of Taiwan on his jacket." Oh, yeah, so yeah. we're not yeah. going to release it. So they edited the trailer and then people were like, "What the f-? like are we just doing are we just doing china's bidding yeah and then china was after the movie was done china was like oh it's too american we we need you to change that it's too pro-america we need you to change (laughs) that and tom cruise fucking stepped up and was like fuck no yeah fuck no go fuck yourself and guess what we're putting the fucking taiwanese flag back on (laughs) and so china didn't was like okay then we won't show it so this movie broke records without china's uh eyeballs that's and wild I didn't and, know this wasn't released in China. It made yeah. half a billion dollars without the Chinese Without the uh, Chinese ooh. market. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Do you realize how how much uh, John Cena is fucking... His head is spinning right now. <laughs> John Cena is just fucking talking in China Chinese, apologizing for Tom Cruise, being like, wait, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have to do this? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's so, it's so refreshing to hear stories like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
Well, I think Tom Cruise, though, was also like, don't worry, every person in the U.S. is going to see it because it's a giant, fun blockbuster that, like, (laughs) everyone likes to see the planes go fast. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, so, uh, all right. Airplane go broom. (laughs) By the way, I saw it. I was actually very angry when I saw it because when it first came out, it was 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I was like, there's no fucking way this is that good. There's no fucking way. And then I watched it and I was like, holy shit, it's fucking... I would say, I I don't think it's... Okay. I don't think it's it's that good. It is not 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. It is a fun uh, summer blockbuster action movie. But you have to remember that 97% doesn't mean that it's 97% good. What it means is that 97% of reviewers said yes. Yeah. So that makes sense that everyone was like, yes, this movie is good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, I yes, agree. Yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. So basically what he's saying is not that the movie's great, but everyone is going to have a good time watching this movie. I would agree with that. Yes. Everybody in our um, theater loved it. Unless uh, you're a Chinese person living in China, in which case you're like, fuck Taiwan. So, you know. Well, no, that in which case you have no idea about this movie. <laughs> oh, good point. It's not like, oh, yeah, you're right. I guess you're just watching John Cena clips over and over again. All right, let's move on before we get, I get us canceled. I know. I'm I'm really, I'm literally, like, just teetering on, like, a a, a tight wire right now. Uh, Okay, anyway, uh, Berto, let's talk about what you watched with Little little Slappy Lad to call Berto on the bed. All right, so number one, um, after I watched Top Gun Maverick, and uh, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but I actually did sign up for the Navy. (laughs) I'm going to be a fighter pilot, Dragon. (sighs) Wish me luck. You're like 37 or something. You're so old. So attacked. I'm 38. About to be 39. <laughs> but okay, so I watched the little movie Dragon. It's yep. called Men. Oh, you this saw Men? Okay, no spoilers. 2022 movie yep. came out this year. It is uh, directed by your boy Alex Garland, who mm-hmm. also made uh, Ex Machina, and he made um, fuck is the name of that other movie? God damn it, my there brain. Annihilation. Annihilation. Uh, I liked uh, Annihilation. Okay. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Not great. Mm. Um, I like but, the book. I like the book it's based on. Well, I never read the book, so, you know, I didn't, no. you, know you didn't hear me bragging about Don't it. Don't you look dumb. Yeah. Well, you know what? I hate to tell you this, but I am one of the people that this title is based on, so. <laughs> that is accurate. Okay, go. <laughs> All Wait, right. So, but be very, really vague, okay? Because I'm really okay. excited. I'm yeah, excited so, to see it. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, I... I started liking it and then as it progressed i was like don't tell me it's gonna be this and then it was that and then i was just like oh god god i guess i guess this director has just decided fuck narratives stuck fuck stories i'm just gonna make pure like um what's the word i'm just gonna make movies that are just purely based on like uh, a, a statement i'm trying to make a statement and then uh it's gonna be your job to figure out what it is and then uh oh by the way this doesn't have a narrative no so imagine, like, Get Out, but without the horror narrative. It's just nothing but, like, uh, I'm trying to say something, but I mean something else. Interesting. You know what I mean? Mm. So uh, that kind of annoyed me. And also, the movie is pretty, like, how long is this movie? It's an hour and 40 minutes. This easily could have been an hour. <laughs> you, <laughs> Maybe say that, you say that a lot. You say that about yes. a lot of things. Maybe. But I think as you're going to watch this dragon, you're going to say, if anything, you're going to be like, no, Berto, it, it should not have been an hour. It should have been 45 minutes. <laughs> well, we'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, look, uh, I, I went to the theater with a friend of mine, Biabi, 
and Bobby basically said, this should have been a 30-minute short. Yeah. And then I told him, like, yeah, but no one's going to watch a 30-minute short, so. Yep, yep. You got to make it, you got to make it full length. Like, yeah. We're, we're stuck. We're stuck make, in things where, like, you have a good idea that should be a short and would be amazing as a short, but you can't like, make it as a short because then nobody will see it. I, I wish we could just go back to the days of anthologies. Just mm. pick this with, like, two other or three, uh, yeah, two other movies that have some kind of concept that are similar to this and then just put it into the theater. Yeah. But, you know, who am I? Who are you, indeed? Yeah. All right. So, didn't enjoy it. Okay. All right. What a let's shame. move on. I, I will let you know how, how I feel about it. Uh, I'm sure you're going to love it and call me stupid. Probably. Um, <laughs> this, is my, this is my MO. All right. So, next. Uh, I watched the little movie, Dragon. It's on the Netflix machine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's called Nightbook. Books. Okay. Sorry. Nightbooks. <laughs> Good job. Okay. Now. Yeah. I watched this because I heard someone else talk about it on a different podcast, and I was like, all right, fine, fuck it, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. And it was on Netflix, so I watched it. Uh, this is starring your girl, Kristen Ritter. She plays a, uh, she plays a, um, a witch. Okay. All right. Uh, everyone else is a child actor, so nothing else matters. This is actually a kid's movie. Oh. Okay. It's a, it's a kid's movie? It's a kid's movie, yeah. It's a kid's oh, movie. Okay. So, yeah, and I was like, oh, God, I immediately when I realized it was a kid's movie, I kind of got annoyed. Yeah. And, um, fuck if I was angry because I was like, why is this kid's movie so fucking good? <laughs> and almost, I, almost like Chip, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Yeah, but I was literally watching this and just being like, god damn it, this is actually really good. Like, I, I liked it a lot. And Kristen Ritter is fucking great as a witch. Mm. But, yeah, I really, I really liked it. And by the way, Dragon, produced by your boy, uh, Sam Raimi. Oh, bye! I love and Sam Raimi. You definitely see that the director was like, since it's produced by Sam Raimi, I'm going to do a couple things to uh, like you know, make it. Some, some Sam Raimi stuff. Yeah. So you yeah. definitely see some influence in there. And it's like, uh, it was very good. Enjoyable. I really liked it. It's an hour and 43 minutes. I really liked it, Dragon. It's oh. on Netflix right now. Fun. Okay. So, I, yeah. It's weird that I say that I like the movie with kids in it. But uh, yeah. I fucking like the movie with kids in it. Very unlike you. All right. What's, yeah. what, what's next, Berto? All right. Next. Uh, I saw last week, I talked about a little rockumentary dragon. It's called mm-hmm. In Search of Darkness, about 80s horror movies. Mm-hmm. Well, luckily, there's a follow-up called In Search of Darkness Part 2. Now, um, this is not as good as the first one. They okay. don't get as many named people to do the talking head segments. Yeah. But they get enough. And they do talk more about, like, concepts rather than the individual films. But that's because they, you know, used up all the Yeah, good I was going to say they talked about them all already. So a lot of times they were like, yeah, this was a weird movie or yeah, this is a very low, uh, little known movie or, mm-hmm. or they talk about like certain actors or certain things. So it, it's definitely them being like, I, I wish, I, if I'm going to be honest, I wish this was paired with the other movie and someone could like edit it all together to yeah. be one giant, like, I, actually that would be a good idea because then you'd get like an hour for each um, like year. And then uh, you could do a whole like 10 hour or nine hour documentary. Yeah, I, but, I think that would make sense. Yeah, I think that would make more sense than to have it as two separate films. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I still liked it because I do love 80s horror movies. So I do recommend this for people who uh, have, you know, four and a half hours of free time. Yeah, fair. Okay. <laughs> and love 80s horror movies. Uh, All right. Th- th- those people, I feel like, go hand in hand somehow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll finish off with um, two movies. Okay. Uh, first one is I will talk about a little movie dragon mm-hmm. called Tank Girl. Now, I don't know if you remember this movie from 1995. I, it, uh, like, I, so I don't think I've ever actually seen it. Okay, I'm very actually surprised. So this is a movie that was always 
Sorry, I'm just adjusting myself. Yeah. This is a movie that was always on, um, I feel like it was always on cable when I was growing up. Yeah. And then it just disappeared. Yeah. So I have probably not seen this movie in like 20 years. But um, it stars Laurie Petty mm-hmm. and Naomi Watts, actually, in one of her earlier appearances. Um, it also has Michael McDowell, who's just, he's fucking Michael Great. McDowell crazy. Yeah. It also has Ice-T in it for, you know, some funness. Sure. This is before he was on uh, Law and Order, by the way. So, okay. This is before we knew he could actually act. Okay, fair. Um, all right. So, Tank Girl, did I like this movie? Uh, um, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna oh. say I liked it, but a ring, I can definitely. A ringing endorsement, Berto. <laughs> but here, it's, it's just weird because if you ask me if this movie is good, I would say like, no. It's too manic. It's too wild. It doesn't know what it's doing. It's yeah. there's a lot. There's a lot going on that doesn't make sense. But do you enjoy the movie? I'd be like, yeah. Well, most of it is because Lori Petty is fucking, like, but she's perfect in the role. Yeah. So, I, Dragon, I actually think you should watch this because I think you in particular would enjoy this movie. So, I think I think that this is, I think this is one of those, like, holes in my movie watching where I've had other people tell me that. And, like, I like Lori Petty a lot. So, like, why wouldn't I be watching? And she, she's perfect for this. She's, like... I don't know how to describe it. Like, um, imagine if, uh, who, who's the girl that from the Joker's chick that everyone loves now? Harley Quinn? Yes. Imagine if Harley Quinn mm-hmm. was, imagine an early version of Harley Quinn. That, that was Tank Girl. That's her. Yeah. Okay. So I, I honestly, if, if I'm going to be honest, I think like Tank Girl, somebody watched Tank Girl and was like, I think I can make the Joker's girlfriend like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then made, and then that's how Harley Quinn came about. Interesting. So okay. It, it it's very interesting in that that like, it, it it's just interesting watching this post Harley Quinn and just being like, oh, that's what inspired Harley Quinn, especially yeah. uh, what's her name's uh, Margot Robbie's installment of it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it it again. I don't think it was a good movie, and there's so many parts that I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Like, how did this happen? <laughs> but I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed it. Okay. And it's 90% because of Lori Petty was just able to put that movie on her shoulders and just be like, I got this. Take take a back seat. Okay, that's noted. I might I might check it out. I've been I've, I've been meaning to check it out. It comes up every once in a while in my life, and every once in a while mm-hmm. I go, yeah, I should watch that, and I ha- just haven't yet. Okay, so anyway, I, I, I might have to fight, like watch this. I don't think we could do it on the podcast. Cause no, actually, yeah. we could probably could, but maybe in like a year or so if you haven't watched it by then. Okay, sounds good. All right, finally, uh, I'm going to talk about a little movie, Dragon. It's called Hello, Lou. Prom night two. Now, <laughs> the reason why I like this is because that rhymes. Yep. And I, you know me, I love rhyming. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate rhyming. Um, but so this movie was—I uh, would not have watched this movie except it was on Joe Bob. <laughs> so, me and my chick watched it, and uh, of course, Joe Joe Bob added in all his little extra stuff. Yep. And um, you know, made it made the movie more entertaining, of course. Yeah. Uh, including the parts where I'm like, I don't know what's happening, and he's like, Yeah, this doesn't make sense. So here's why they came up with this idea, and blah blah blah, <laughs> and this and that. Uh, the movie's kind of crazy, except for the end—not crazy, but you can t- kind of tell like why the movie was made, and that was yeah. mostly the ending. And it's—I mean, how do I describe this? Oh, it's a, a, it's a Carrie ending. Kind of. It was yeah. a, a woman who was murdered in like the fifties, and then like twenty years later, someone unleashes her ghost by accident. <laughs> and That's um, fun. and she, she she was killed during prom night. Right. And now, uh, and twenty years later or so, on the next prom night, it was like. Not the next time, right? But twenty years later, on prom night, her ghost is unleashed and is now inhabiting someone's body, 
and it okay. was like, oh, okay, I didn't know. And then she starts like killing people. It's just, it's a weird movie. Again, I, I, it's weird, but it's fun. It's a fun. It's weird in a fun eighties way. Okay. I, th- I, I, I imagine that I saw this when it was on Joe Bob, but I don't yeah. remember it very well. Yeah, because it's, it's just not. There's nothing memorable about it, to be yeah. honest. Or it could be one that Andrew watched without me, but I don't think so. It looks yeah. vaguely familiar. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's good. It's a, it's fine. It's okay. fine. It's a it's an eighties crazy slasher at the point when like they ran out of ideas and were like, I don't know, just fucking make a prom. Yeah. And then uh, ghost prom slasher, boom, done, boobs, uh, perfect. And then they <laughs> clap hands and then they're done. Yep. But all right, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Very exciting. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, good. No. I, no, again, I think I told you I saw a lot more movies, but um, I'll leave that for next week because we got a lot to do today, Dragon. Yeah, we have, we've got too much to talk about with Nick Cage coming up here. <laughs> okay, all right, now let's get into this, Dragon. Okay, all right? yes. Let's go into a little segment we like to call Dragon at the Movies. Mm-hmm. Dragon! Dragon! <laughs> yes. I believe I say that again because I just love... You know how much I just love screaming out dragon? Yes, I know. You, you certainly do. <laughs> now, I chose this week, which means that uh, we watched a little movie called mm-hmm. Con Air. This came out in 1997. It's two hours and three minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's on currently streaming on Amazon Prime. Now, this was directed by Simon West. This is starring your boy dragon, Nicholas Kaje, <laughs> yep. Juan Malkovich, and... <laughs> Juan Cusack. Yes. And also has a, a, a what's the proper word? A, a giant trove, treasure trove, if you will, yeah. of other actors that you love. Uh, 100% correct. <laughs> 100% correct. You know how excited I was when Steve Buscemi showed up? <laughs> <laughs> I was pumped. <laughs> All right, Dragon. Why don't you start us off by doing a little thing, by giving us one of your world-famous Dragon at the Movies synopsis. Okay, so Con Air is basically about a um, a, a, a parolee who, instead of, like, getting out of prison and then, like, flying back home commercial like a normal person, he gets out of prison, but he is hitching a ride back to Alabama from where the fuck he is, like California or something like that, um, on a prisoner transport plane. So he's on a plane uh, with like a bunch of like the worst of the worst people that are going to a maximum security prison in Alabama. Um, and uh, as as uh, is um, implied in the name of the movie, Con Air, the convicts take over the plane. Um, and uh, yeah, he uh, the our parolee has to save the day, essentially. OK, that was great, except I would have loved if you had finished it off with and hilarity ensues. I almost did. I was so close. I was so close. I wanted and to then, do it. And then I, I was I, like, I, no, I can do it. I can do this. No, I wish that every single one of these would always end with hilarity ensues. Because so most of the time, that is what happens in these movies is hilarity does ensue. A hundred percent accurate. All right, Dragon. Let's get into this. Now, okay. I'm going to warn you right now. Yes. I had so many notes. I actually had to edit down my notes That's because very scary. I, I had to, I actually had to normally I just like do my notes and then we do this and then I just go through my notes as we as we uh, as we talk about the movie. Yeah, I had so many notes that I had to go through my notes and like be like, okay, like I have to skip this, skip <laughs> that, skip this. I'm so I feel like I have only the most important things. And yes, a lot of it happens before we even get to the airplane. 
Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, so I did this thing where like I I was taking notes, right? But I, I this happens a lot with mov- with movies like this where I'm taking notes and then I stop taking notes because I'm paying I'm just like paying attention to the movie and I'm forgetting that I'm like watching it for a reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So often if a movie is slow in the beginning, I have a lot of notes from the the beginning because I'm like bored watching it. Yeah. And then as the like uh, action starts happening, I start getting invested and then I forget to take any notes. So that's exactly what I did in this one. Okay, perfect. Now, here's my question, Dragon. Yes. Uh, you know what? Let's, let's get started. Let's just get right into this, okay? Okay. Number one. Did you... So we, we meet Nick Cage. Nick, your boy, Nick yes. Kaje, right? Yes. He is... He's obviously... A, uh, I believe they said he's an army ranger. Yep. Who they're very well known for some reason they decide to just do a voiceover of just being like Army Rangers are well known for not leaving a man behind yeah. because we needed to establish why Nick Cage is going to stay on the Con Air. Yes, because so <laughs> we need they to had... establish in an hour why Nick Cage decides to do what he does. Yeah, so of course they're just like, yep, Army Rangers never leave a man behind. That's num- rule number one. Sure. So. Of course, nothing to say about the fact that he decides to just leave his family behind to try to save the day. But you know, you know what? That's logic. That's yeah. let's. We can't fucking focus on these things, Dragon. We gotta focus with what we're dealing exactly at hand, right? Yeah. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> he gets off a boat for some reason. Yep. I don't know why he didn't drive there. He gets off a boat to a bar where his wife is. Where, and his, wi- where Nick, his wife works. Where his wife works, and. The first thing he does is he sees her and then he kisses her belly and he's like, how's my baby girl? Yeah. And so I'm assuming he's been away for a while, right? She does not look pregnant. She like, she, I was like, the, my first thought was this bitch is like maybe 12 weeks pregnant tops. He's coming I back would, from three years abroad. <laughs> I would argue that the movie should have started out with her saying, hey, guess what? I'm pregnant. Yeah. And he would be like, oh my god, I can't... Because, you know, he has that fucking brilliant South Southern so accent in the movie. It's so bad. His accent's really, really bad. He's trying, <laughs> but it's not okay. good. It's not I'm gonna good. Try to, I'm going to try to mimic his accent every time every time we do it, just because I, it's, it's I think so that's brilliant. A, I think that's a terrible idea, but okay. Okay, it's going to be like the... Oh, how, nope. is my, nope. how is my daughter? Oh, my baby girl! We're not, we're not doing this bit ever again. <laughs> what are you talking about? All right, Dragon, I, I'm going to ask you this. Do okay. you know how pregnant she was at that point? No. Now, they say it later on in the movie. Oh, do they Nick really? Nick Cage, yes. During the drive on the bus to the plane, uh-huh. Nick Cage is showing someone or is, or is talking about his daughter. And he's like, I'm going to go see my daughter today. It's her birthday. And he's like, uh, uh, the last time, uh, the she was born three months after I got arrested. Okay. Which means that at this moment, She's six months pregnant. She's six months pregnant. There's Dragon? No, there's simply no way. My chick currently is yes. six months pregnant. Yeah. When I told her that, and by the way, she didn't even watch the movie. I literally, she like, she, she, she came into the room and I was like, hold on. And then I rewound it like 20 minutes to just show her. And then she was like, that woman has a six pack. And then I was like, according to the movie, she's six months pregnant. And she just, she just immediately just left. <laughs> she she, she was just like poor, your poor suffering girlfriend who is at i'm sure the uh very uncomfortable phase of pregnancy now where she's just like sick of it already and she's still three months to go is just like fuck she's she sees monica potts six months pregnant in this movie and is just like what <laughs> like that doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever oh anyway that was that was the first thing where i was like this movie is 
because I, I, I haven't seen this movie in probably 15, 20 years. Yeah. That was the first indication in my brain where I said, where I said to myself, I definitely picked the right movie. <laughs> You're like, perfect. There's yes. no basis in reality here whatsoever. Oh my God, it's great. All right, so after, like, we've already spent, like, 10 minutes on just her pregnancy. It's oh fucking God. great. Well, it just doesn't make any sense. It was just, like, one of those things where I was, like, oh, like, they're trying to imply that she, like, recently got pregnant. Like, she's, like, just now pregnant. But no, not no, the case. No, not the case whatsoever. He gets arrested, Dragon. His shitty fucking lawyer is, like, hey, you should just plead down for some reason because, you know, it's going to be impossible for him to prove despite the fact that he had evidence in from, a clear case of self-defense. A, a crystal clear case of self-defense. <clears throat> no, but you don't realize, like, one of the guys picked up the knife and ran away, so he can't prove that he was uh, being attacked. It doesn't, that it, that doesn't even make sense. It still doesn't make sense. Well, what, well although, it, what I didn't get is I was like, I was like, yeah, he should have just gotten in that car and left. Like, what what is he thinking? Yeah, no, exactly, you're right. But here's any, the thing any that Any of those I, guys could have had a gun. Well, one of them had a knife, which is why he had to accidentally kill one of them. <laughs> now, here's my favorite part. Yes. The judge is like, well, you are a army ranger, which means that you, you your hands are deadly. <laughs> so I have to put you in jail for longer, in which case I would be like, um, can I get a better lawyer? Because yes. this fucking idiot, like, this is a clear, clear retrial. The, the <laughs> fact that the judge said that. It, it, I should, I should, I should just be released no, right now. No, no, Birdo, Birdo, his hands are deadly <gasps> weapons. You don't understand. Is this where that <laughs> joke came from? It has to be. Do you think, Dragon, that if he had gone to the police department before he entered, before he got back, he went to the police department and said, um, I just want to come in here. I need to register my hands as deadly weapons. Do you think he would have been okay? <laughs> no, they would have been like, sir, you're under arrest for being crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh not my God. a thing. But essentially, that's what happens in the movie. He it didn't is. register his hands as deadly weapons. It is. Well, my, my whole... The, so, the biggest takeaway I, took, I, I had from this is that the guys who fought him should probably have not picked a fight. I was also like, I don't understand why they're picking a fight with this, like, soldier. Like, I, he, of all people... Dragon. He's likely to have a gun on him. He's a Dragon. soldier. Yes. He was in Alabama. And we know how much... Uh, the South hates soldiers, <laughs> right? Like whenever they so... see a soldier, they're just like, "Oh, disgusting!" It's because of you that we lost Vietnam. That line, is... that line about Vietnam was crazy. I was like, "No one, no one in the South has ever said that to anyone ever." Like that's insane. <laughs> and he's like, and and fucking Nick Cage is like, "Oh, they're starting trouble." I'm, I'm, I, can't, I can't do the accent. I got to do. Neither I can do... Nick Cage. <laughs> okay, let me do a better accent. Okay, ready? Don't do Bane. Oh, I, swear, I can't stop trouble. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for some reason, this southerner is like, well, I fucking hate, I hate the military. Because again, you know how much people in Alabama hate the military. Yeah, yeah. They just hate the military so much then that it, he it, was it, like, I'm going to start a fight because this woman who, I'm a regular at this bar. <laughs> I've seen this woman for the past few months, every almost every single day, that she knows me, okay? I choose today, the day her husband comes yeah, home, to yeah. pick a fight with a military man. Yeah, it, 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 it truly, none of it makes sense. There's a lot, there's actually a lot in this movie where I was like, well, this is just like a weird 90s lot. Like, I, okay. like, I don't understand. 
I have a why this is happening. Yes. Are you implying that this movie doesn't have a logical context? To <laughs> yes. I am not only implying that, I'm outright saying it. <laughs> this movie, there are some logic leaps that you have to take in order for this movie to make sense. And they're just not, they're, it's just, it's not. It's, <laughs> it just doesn't work. I have, I have a question about how, how easy do you think is it to pick the lock on a set of handcuffs with a pin? I, I scale of one to ten. Oh, uh, based on movies, it's it's how easy. Wait, is one the easiest or ten the easiest? Oh, the, uh, uh, one is the easiest and ten is the hardest. Uh, based on the movies I've seen, it's one. Okay, yes. <laughs> like any any human being can do it. It's got to be super simple. Fully correct. <laughs> Fully one, easy. It's got to be easy. Can't a, be a thousand percent correct. It has to be the easiest thing. All you need is a straight piece of metal, and you can get out of handcuffs no matter what. <laughs> yeah, apparently that's what I've learned from movies. I, it must be almost impossible. The, the fact that well, but then again, they just established that like. Um, what's his name? Uh, He's fucking, a genius. Uh, yeah, the, the Cyrus. Vi- Cyrus the virus. Cyrus the virus is a genius. Yes. So I guess we just ex- accept it as like, well, he's a genius. Obviously, a genius would know how to do those things. To be fair, John Malkovich plays a good, crazy genius. Yeah, he's really good in this movie. I love John Malkovich in this movie. I, w- I will say, I love every character in this movie, except for the um, DEA agent or whatever he is. ATF uh, agent. DEA, right? Which which guy? The uh, Cusack? No, not John Cusack. He's a U.S. Marshal. Um, oh yeah, he's a DEA agent. Yeah, yeah. D, not the not the guy in the airplane. I didn't care about him. Um, Cole Meany. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. You yeah. didn't like his his uh, character? Well, no. He's like I, I mean I <laughs> I liked it in terms of like he's the he's the baddie. You know, he's like one well, of the baddies. The fact that you don't like him it means that, that he, he did, did a good, a good job. job. Yes. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, I just let, I love that like another super '90s thing about this is when he snuck a a, um, a gun, gun on, the on the airplane, and I was like the hubris. <laughs> <laughs> What's um, funny to me is that he snuck a gun on the airplane. There were so many rifles on that airplane to begin with. They had fucking an entire. They could arm but they an army. They were locked they, up, Berto. They, they literally, they literally armed an army. It does with make, the guns on the yeah, fucking they did. Well, on so the plane. here's the thing. It makes sense that you would not be allowed to carry a, a firearm inside the plane, like in the belly yeah. of the plane. Like obviously, yes, that is bad. And it didn't work, turn out very good, did it? No, but my my favorite thing about that was not that he did it right, which was bad. Is that after he did it, he did he couldn't admit that it was like the wrong bad thing to do. <laughs> like, he just like dug his heels in and was like, "Fuck you, I was right." <laughs> and then he continues to do that the whole movie. The but whole movie, the every decision he makes is like completely disregarding what John Cusack says, even though John Cusack is always, always, always correct. Right, but here's the thing. In the end, that gun didn't matter. Well, no, no, it did. It no, mattered it in the matter initial takeover. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. He didn't pull out the gun until the until it was already taken over. Well, think I, about it, John. Like no, John the, the the pilots were still um, protected in the cockpit. Yeah, they were in the cockpit. No, when he um, he t- when the pilot took out the gun from the from the lockbox, he walked outside and John Malkovich. That's when John Malkovich hit the guy, and then he took the gun. And then using that gun, he used that gun to point it at fucking the other guy because mm-hmm. they were at a Mexican stand. Oh, I'm sorry, a uh, South American. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the term we used last yeah, time. Yeah, I, I don't remember it either. <laughs> They were at a Mexican standoff. That's because John uh, John Malkovich had the pilot's gun. Mm. Mm. See, this this is why I took so many notes. This is why my <laughs> notes are perfect. 
<laughs> Thank God. Because I remember it being like it mattering because it was one of the ways that they uh, were in like uh, they actually like gained full control. Yeah. No, well, I, I understand, but no, I, I distinctly remember that because I, the entire time they're arguing over that gun, I was like, in the end, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. It didn't matter at all. Yeah. I was like, this is a new point because it didn't matter. Um, anyway. <sighs> um, okay, question, Dragon. Yes. Um, what's his name? Uh, your boy. Uh, Nicholas Kaje. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's one of your favorite boys. Well, sure. Right? Yep. He's your favorite of... And now, this is the movie where he is at his thickest. Would you agree? Is he? I, I can't even tell. I honestly don't even know. Well, I, we know this because the entire time he's in jail for nine years. He's been doing push-ups. He's doing push-ups and reading. That's yep. all he does in jail. He's literally just push, doing push-ups, reading, okay, back I have, to push-ups. I have a question. So, in the, in the beginning, they, they are, show him learning Spanish, right? Yes. But it, never it, does, comes back. it doesn't come back, even nope. when he's around people who speak Spanish. Nope, never comes back. I was like, bro, you're supposed to be, like, doing something with this. Especially when you have a Mexican actor on set who it's like, hey, you know what? We could actually put this into the plot where he says something in Spanish and Nicolas Cage will why pick up on you, it. Why would you foreshadow any of that? Why would you? Okay, so my, my biggest complaint about this movie is that the beginning setup is too long. I didn't need most of that. Dragon, yeah. can I say this? Yeah. We haven't even started talking. We're still talking about the movie. We've only spent like, we spent, we've, so far we've been talking about this movie for like 20 minutes. We're still on the ground. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, 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 all I'm saying is that the beginning of it could have been, it should have been five minutes. Five minutes set up. That's all I need. Get me on the plane within five minutes. Okay. <laughs> the rest of it, I don't need. I get it. He's a good guy. All right. Are, you don't need you, to. You don't need to like do all this other stuff. Are you saying you didn't need to introduce how good of a guy Nicholas Cage is, and then introduce the bad guys as if you're fucking like a like like you're watching a baseball game and they're just st- stating their stats? It was that like, honestly. That, here's was, that Cyrus, was pretty fun. The virus. He does this. Here's the uh, Dave Chappelle. He plays Joe Parker. He's doing. He's got these stats. It's like it's like they're literally just bragging about the people they have in the movie. And they did it. They did it like using a computer screen, you know, like like it's like, oh, we have this new technology. We have to use it so we can show. But you can just show their face and have a voiceover. Like you don't need to yeah. show the computer screen, guys. Um, and my, go, go. They're talking to each other as if the person as if like John Cusack wouldn't just look at the other guy and just be like, yeah, I, I, I know. I know. I, I, I saw the manifest. You don't have yeah. to tell me. I already read their files. Like I, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I, 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 apparently, I, I. This is my plane. I care about it so much that I refuse to let anyone shoot it down, despite it's gonna, you know, despite it being that dangerous. Y- you don't have to tell me. I know who's on the plane. Yeah, a hundred percent. They also, there, there's no way they would shoot that plane down. They would just follow it. Um, no, they would shoot it down. You think so? I don't think they. Yeah, would with shoot that many fucking convicts, fuck it, shoot it down. Who gives a shit? I don't know. I think here's the crazy thing. You, you, oh man, what was his name? Um, Malloy, I think his name was the agent that you hated. Uh-huh. He was the only one who was like, just shoot the plane down. <laughs> and it, for some reason, John Cusack is like, no, we have an innocent man on there. By the way, completely forgetting the fact that they had three fucking guard, three that, guards there. Okay, that was. But that who was gives also, a shit about that? Was them? another thing that? Well, no, they they um they made it very clear that the guards all signed a like um no hostage clause in their contract. Yeah, so, so basically good, like they so knew if something would like this happens, they would all die. What I'm saying is that that agent, Agent M- M- uh, Malloy, uh-huh. is do- making the hard choice 
of no we like we have to cut our losses mm -hmm. like they're dead already we yeah. can't accept that these people might get away yeah because that would be worse on society it's interesting to me that they would assume that the, any of the guards were alive to begin with <laughs> yeah and they're like oh there's a female guard for some reason she care value uh, matters more than anyone else because she uh she's says a, a couple lines she got a late she's a lady well it's more so that she 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 uh, has a couple of lines Oh, right. Okay. So that's why the rest of them are literally just like, there, there was a point where they took out three guards and I was like, there's still three guards? Yeah, that is true. I did the same thing. I was like, wait a minute. I My guard math here is not very good. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Dragon. Yes. We're still having, we're still on. Like, we got to get on the plane. We got to yeah, get on the okay. plane. <laughs> okay, we can get on the plane. I just, I, I, um, I, I liked uh, Cyrus. What? Yeah, I, I, I loved John Malkovich as Cyrus. Um, and I, I, we haven't gotten there yet, but I love Steve Buscemi in this so much. Let's just fucking, like, let, let's, just, let's just go into it. Okay, okay. Like, yeah, so they land at some spot, and then they pick up Steve Buscemi. Yeah. <laughs> as, as, like, a surprise. Everyone was surprised by the fact that Steve Buscemi is coming, as if this wasn't planned months ahead of time. Yeah, that I didn't really understand. Like, they added a last minute, uh, the most dangerous, like, Hannibal Lecter fucking dude. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like, plate. yeah, at the last minute, someone was like, hold on, do you still have space for the plane for for this dude as if they're gonna as if they're gonna risk that yeah right. and they basically added like i'm gonna is it hannibal lecter i don't know who he was based off of i think it was like hannibal actor hannibal lecter-esque it like that yeah, yeah basically because he just killed random people and then also was at the same time like the most logical man yeah he was like hey this is a, a serial killer but guess what He's not what you think of as a serial killer. He's not like Cyrus, who's just a maniac. He's like a thinking man. Okay? I would I would argue that Cyrus was not a maniac. <laughs> yeah, that's who. I, I think that Cyrus is a very smart, well-planned person. By the way, they did say his, I forget, his IQ was like 160 or some shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't forget. I forget, but they, they list out his things of how smart he is. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a really smart guy. So we have two genius fucking bad guys on this. <clears throat> and then a bunch of fucking lackeys. Yeah. It definitely seemed like it seemed like one of those things where I was like, maybe you guys should have planned this better. <laughs> like maybe like all these people shouldn't have been on the plane. No, no, I think this was fine. The problem was that here's the thing. You're right. The, pro Malkovich, the problem was that that DEA agent brought a gun on the plane and he shouldn't have. No. <laughs> Let me explain to you what John Mac Malkovich's uh, plan was. Go. He was. This was his plan. Boil okay. it down. Dave Chappelle. Yes. I need you to sneak in some uh, something to burn the guy next to you. Yep. After he lights on fire, um, wing it. Yeah, yep. Just try to try to hit the lever where I'm free. Hopefully yep. you'll be standing next to it and no one's paying attention to you. Because they're not following protocol, right? Um, then just wing it. You know? Hopefully I'll get free. He <laughs> there are there are multiple parts in this movie where uh, the plan is to have Dave Chappelle wing it. <laughs> there was yeah. just there are probably like four of them. <laughs> yeah, which is very fun. Uh, by the way, loved Dave Chappelle in this. I absolutely yeah. loved him in this movie. Oh. oh, by the way, I don't understand the also other parts, which is like they start in California, right? Yeah. Then they fly to uh, Car Carson City, which is in Nevada. Yeah. That's a short flight. Short flight, yes. And then they're like, all right, now we got to refuel. And I'm like, wait, w would they have had to refuel before? Maybe maybe there's some kind of weird protocol where they're only allowed to have as much fuel as they can to get to the next destination. Which would have been still in Nevada, by the way. Yeah. Because they refuel in Nevada. 
they're still in Nevada. They're still in the same state. They they go they from California. Th- yeah, they they go from California and then they to Nevada up to Carson City to Nevada, and then their next stop is is Alabama. No, they're, well, the next stop I, I'm assuming for the for the movie for the for the initial plan of the uh, taking the prisoners would have been Alabama, but no, they're like, uh, we gotta stop at some airfield and refuel because uh, you know we gotta refuel. Maybe big plane take lot fuel. <laughs> I don't know. So, so in other words, they're like, we have this plane with all these convicts that we're going to fly them to Alabama. Uh, we're going to have to stop every two hours just to <laughs> refuel. <laughs> yes. You know? Solid, like I said, solid logic through the whole fucking movie. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, I want to say, like, they're like, you know, we could have just had enough fuel for one trip, but we have to carry all those, all those fucking guns. <laughs> so, you know. Like, I, I wish there was another way around this, so, you know, what can I say? <laughs> we had to, had to carry the gun. I, I, Fucking insane. I really wonder, like, I feel like, I wonder if this has ever happened before, if, like, a, a airplane carrying convicts has ever taken over. But I feel like air, they don't have airplanes like this. I feel like this doesn't happen. I, I wish I knew. I have no idea. I think it does. You think so? Because I'm sure, I'm sure, because here's, here's my idea of how someone wrote the script. Um... Hey, did you know that there's airplanes that take convicts around the country? Is there? Oh, shit. Let me put Die Hard on that. <laughs> and that was it? That was that? That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Anytime someone was like, hey, I don't think this script makes kind of sense. They're like, shh. It absolutely Nick doesn't, Cage, it doesn't have make you, sense. Have you heard Nick Cage's accent? Yeah. <laughs> there's no way he's actually from Alabama, guys. I, I wish I had more Nick Cage quotes, but he honestly doesn't. Don't talk that much. No, he's got like four lines, and they're mostly about his daughter. Yeah, my my, my daughter. <laughs> Stop oh. it, my daughter. <laughs> that's not, that's better it's, than Nick Cage's accent. I'm sorry, I can't do it. it. It's her birthday today. You're truly not allowed to do Bane anymore. I'm cutting it off. <laughs> All right, uh, Dave Chappelle dies because he's off trying to get some. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to, he's, he saw a chick and he's like, hey, I haven't seen a chick in like fucking 15, 10 to 15 years or some whatever the, he said. So the thing, the, one of the things that I don't under, <laughs> that I don't understand about this. Sorry, excuse me. That's okay. You just did that directly into the mic, but that's fine. Sorry. One of the things I don't understand about this is how come every single convict wasn't just like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to see this through to fucking Columbia. Well, I'll just get off wherever, <laughs> you know, like, like For they, 100%. I, and like take my chances in the wilderness. Cause like. That seems way preferable than getting on this plane again. Or they're just like, hey, we're going to fly over to Mexico. And I'd be like, they might shoot us down. Also, just because we get to Mexico doesn't mean we're out of the picture here, guys. No. Uh, Also, uh, I'm pretty sure the Mexican authorities would be like, yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Like, no, we don't want a fucking plane full of convicts. Yes, we're going to hunt you guys down. Are you insane? Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong but, uh, with you? And, yeah, this entire plan just seems misguided. I don't I don't understand. It just... It's, anyway. It's not going to work. Like, at, at any point... And it doesn't. Like, at any point, there's something that can go wrong. And something does go wrong at every point. So, like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Bail out, 100%. Dude. All right, we, we got to move on, because okay. again, uh, do, do you love how John Cusack figured out the secret message so quickly? Sure. And then immediately, John Cusack goes, wait a minute, I think there's this guy, Cameron Poe, he might be a good guy. So, I, when I was, when I was uh, uh, watching this, I thought that I missed something, but I don't think I did. I think he just made that, like, logical leap, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess Well, so. he just went, wait a minute, there's one guy who uh, is a free man. Yeah, why, why didn't he, he get this? off? Yeah. Maybe well, he's a good guy. Bro, I, I literally, when he didn't get off the plane, I was like, you're a fucking moron. 
Like you are. Well, I, if I were your wife and kid, I would never forgive you. Never leave a man behind, Dragon. That doesn't even make sense. What about ha- your kid? Never leave a man behind, especially when that man is Bubba Grump. <laughs> all right? And never leave that guard alone by herself. But the other three guards, who gives a shit? No one, uh, no one cares about them. Well, because they weren't about to get raped by uh, uh, Danny Trejo. <laughs> no, they were just about to get murdered. Yeah, but No whatever. big deal. But that's yeah. not a violation. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Oh, in that case. Thank- oh, gotcha. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Did you did you uh, hate how what happened to your boy, D- Dave Chappelle? Poor, I, poor Dave Chappelle. I, it was kind of a, like, I was like, that's a little fucked up. I'm not even talking about the, the him running, like, and dying in that moment. I meant, like, his body, they just wrote something on it and then <laughs> threw it out of the airplane. Oh, that, oh, that indignity? No, I thought that was funny. <laughs> to which I was like, wait a minute. He wrote something on his chest. Wouldn't his body just be liquefied? I, you would you would think so. I think it would uh, definitely have killed the people in that car. <laughs> I I wrote in my notes the couple should be dead. Yeah, a hundred percent. My God, it was just insane. It was something, insane. Something falling at terminal velocity hit their car. Like it, they're not okay. Like, <laughs> even if it only hit the front of their car, like it's still no. It's absolutely not going to be okay. They didn't have airbags go off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. Dragon, okay, I, I, I'm trying to go through this fast because, yeah, uh, again, we, we, have, we, got, we got a lot to do. Yes. Uh, and again, we're, still, we're not even at the halfway point. I know, but we need to, we need to hurry it up because we okay, both have okay. things to do today. Okay. Now, here's the question. Um, your boy, uh, what's it? Oh, fucking Chris. Can you I'm just have the cast thing. list up so you can I do have the cast list up. It's just for some reason my computer is, like, working very poorly. Yeah, okay. Um, Steve Buscemi. Okay, yeah. All right, your boy, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> He, do you like his philosophy? Uh, like how, how they portrayed him as being a genius by being a, some type of, uh, by ba- basically being a high school philosophy student. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely, he sounded, uh, he sounded like a lot of the philosophy majors I knew in college. <laughs> that, I was going to, like, as he was talking, like, what is the real, is the real, isn't the real insanity working 40 days a week just to he's die? Not, he's not wrong there. Okay. But as he said that, I just wrote, I, all I could think about was you saying like, oh, this is just some dumb shit that like when i took philosophy the idiot guys yeah. in the class would say a hundred percent a hundred percent that's what it is and it's how, it's a, how they justify doing a bunch of drugs <laughs> yeah okay can we talk about the air when they landed the second air airfield yeah the- which again seemingly they say is in the middle of nowhere but there's a people there for some reason well there's i mean a, somebody uh, had to man it yeah but like let's say you have a, a trailer park there right yeah this is an abandoned airfield, right? Yeah. For some reason, there's a couple of workers there. Yeah. And there's a there is a uh, what do you call it? There's a, a, a trailer little, park. A right trailer next park to with it. a little girl, a singular little girl in it, and that's it. That's not what I found weird, but I was like, why would they say like there's hundreds there there aren't cops for hundreds of miles? Yeah. If there's a trailer park there, they have to get food somehow. Yep. Right. Yep. I'm I'm not assu- I'm going to assume that nobody just gets into a car and drives 45 minutes to go to the supermarket. So there's got to be a city nearby. You can't just imagine an abandoned fucking no, airfield I, no, and have no, a no. park next to it. I think I bet you anything what happens is those little planes come in and drop food off like once a once a week or once a month or something. Oh, so, just like a plane drop. Yeah. So they oh, eat, okay, like, gotcha. they eat like a bunch of canned shit. It there are actually places like that in the US. It's just like usually Alaska. <laughs> yeah, that's like what I'm saying. It's in Nevada. <laughs> Uh, it's just it's it, that that was what I found funny. It was yeah. really weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you? Okay, can I just say this, Dragon? Yes. This movie had 
what I have to think is the greatest the greatest line of all time in all of all cinema history. Okay. Okay. Do you want to know what that line is? In my please. opinion, please. Yeah, please. It's tell me. when the Colombian drug lord uh, gets covered in gasoline, and then he's saying like, "Cyrus, no, Cyrus, no," and then he goes, "Sigh," and then Cyrus goes, "Yep." Anara. Yep, that was that was burns a man and then throws a cigarette in and burns a I man. I okay, truly, I think John Malkovich said, "If you want me to say something this fucking stupid, you have to give me extra money." <laughs> I truly think that he was like, "Listen, I'll deliver the line, but I need a bonus for delivering this line." I think the opposite. I think he saw the he saw this movie and was like, "I'll only do it under one condition." <laughs> you think we John Malkovich himself wrote that line? I think he listened to Nick Cage's accent and was like, hold on, I got the perfect idea for this movie. Oh my god. Sai Anara. And it was um, it was perfect. Can I just say it was perfect? So funny. I dare you to find me a better line in a movie. Did, I, I, listen, there are, I'm sure there are better lines. There are, movie. no. What, what could be better, huh? I'm is sure this, this the end of Rico? What a stupid fucking line. This god. movie, this movie alone had like a few of those really insane one-liners. I mean, Nick Cage's entire fucking, his entire script was just one-liners. I don't think he, he said anything besides one-liners and my, my daughter. <laughs> um, <coughs> accurate, yes. I, th- I think you might be right. I don't think he said anything else either. Um, did you find it weird that uh, Steve Buscemi did not kill the little girl? I thought I was like, you cowards. <laughs> Honestly. I think they literally were like, we can't actually have him kill the little girl, right? Yeah, because he's so likable in this movie. We're like, we can't. We can't do that. He's uh-huh. too likable. We That's going to turn the audience against this, you know, horrible rapist murderer. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, Dragon, that airfield scene is, can I just say, hilarious. For some reason, they're like, let's dig out the plane because the, the, the first plane we were going to take is not going to work. Somehow, they just find ropes and, like, they do all this, I by the way, like, in 20 minutes. I was, I was like, there is simply no way this plane is going to get in the air again. There's simply no, no way it's going to happen. It Especially how they crash work. landed. It crash landed in a plane. It's not going to just work again. No, but they dug it out somehow by using ropes and pulled it and a tractor. And, um... My favorite part is, as they have ropes and are pulling it, uh, one of the characters fucking um, is actually whipping people. <laughs> yes. Yep. He's whipping Literally people. whipping people. Instead Bing of Rains. helping, Bing Rains, instead of helping drag the plane out, but arguably probably one of the bigger and stronger men doing this, instead of helping, he decides to just whip some people. Uh, so <laughs> here's the thing that's crazy. He's whipping people, right? Yeah. Why would you whip someone? It's to give them incentive to work harder. Yes. I don't think these people need more of an incentive to work harder than, oh, we're all convicts. If we don't get this fucking plane out, we're all going back to jail. Yeah. I do not think they need more of an incentive. Then they're like, fuck, we're not going to get it out in time. Let's all grab guns and, uh, you know, we'll, 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 sh- we'll kill these people using army tactics, in mm-hmm. which case the cops did not use any army tactics. So nope. I'm like, I, not that a, nothing not makes sense. One. They didn't even try. <laughs> they were like, let's just blindly walk into this area instead of looking, case it out. And Dragon, if there's anything we learned in the last couple weeks, is that the police will just sit and wait. <laughs> yes. Hours on end with no action just because they don't feel safe enough to go in. But you know what? <laughs> let's, let's not get me canceled, Dragon, for saying something so crazy. We have, we have learned that recently. <laughs> that, yeah. that is, uh, in you, fact, the, the reality of what would happen. Yes. I, I, you know what? I don't want to get canceled for saying such crazy things, I just don't, I don't understand. 
I like the second the second the ar- the army people are like there were guns on the plane and the convicts have the guns now not the army people the police you now we know that they just like no <laughs> yeah why don't we they call in and be like hey um you know you guys have helicopters can't you just shoot a missile at them or something yeah right can't, can't you like scout the area first why are we doing this <laughs> yeah why are we just blindly going in there when we know they're on the ground, they look, it's stuck in the ditch, it crash landed. They obviously aren't getting out. Yeah, Let's just right? fucking surround the area. You know, and then like we can actually have a plan rather than going through this obvious trap. And like there was oh, no genius. reason there was no reason <clears throat> Are you okay yeah, screaming into the microphone with your cops and your I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Um, uh, I, I just don't understand, like, go around what is clearly, like, a kill, like, a kill, oh, yeah. like, it, call, it, corridor. It's not like, it's not like that's the only entrance. They no. literally could have just been like, hey, guys, if we just drive, like, you know, two minutes down that way, we can, we have a clear view. They could have approached from all sides. Yeah. <laughs> they did not need to do that. Yeah, it was hilarious. And then, of course, Nick Cage is, like, saving the day while also getting a fucking uh, a, a, a syringe. Yep, and yeah. then also, like, John Cusack shows up and also saves the day. Just a I, big old that I loved. Scene. I really loved them, like, just chit-chatting. Just uh, just Nick Cage and John Cusack chit-chatting, you know, while everything was happening. That mm-hmm. is normal. Fun old action scene. Mm. Fun old action scene where, you know, hunt, uh, tens of people die. But, you know, what would I care? Who cares? Who cares? It's the 90s. No one gave a shit. <laughs> I think that's pretty true, actually. And Danny Trejo decides this is the perfect time to try to rape the guard. Not be like, uh, maybe we should escape. He, I guess yeah. he was like, let me try to, let me try to, let me try to uh, get a nut off before I go back to jail. I'm absolutely did not make any sense. I, it just like I understand there's a concept of addiction, mm-hmm. but Jesus Christ, man, come well, on. Well, so the the thing of, the thing about it that I thought was crazy is like, so Steve Buscemi wanders off and finds a little girl, right? And yeah. instead of having him kill the little girl, which is what should have happened based on, like, his whole background, right? And, like, the creepy yeah. vibe thing he has. Like, why the fuck would he go back to the plane? He, that man would literally just find that little girl and he'd wander off and neither of them would ever be seen again. Correct. 100% correct. There's no uh. reason for any of them to get back on that plane except for Cyrus. Uh, here's a better question. Why didn't the convicts just get on the plane and leave instead of having that giant gunfight? I don't... I. I I, they had to stall for a little bit longer, I guess. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know because they literally leave the gunfight, jump on the plane, and then the plane takes off. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Nope. I, do, I <laughs> Berto, I truly, I do not understand either. It, I know. I know I, I'm, I'm genius. I'm genius for thinking this up, and it's definitely was on my notes. Yeah. Okay. Sure. That's what I mean by editing down my notes. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Okay. No. Second greatest movie. Second greatest sign, uh, line of all time. Uh-huh. Right. Yep. Was Nick Cage is gets back on the plane, whatever, gives the dude his fucking medicine, and he's like, and the the guy's like, I don't think God exists, and Nick Cage stands up and he's like, um, and he's like, where are you going? Um, uh, let me do my Nick Cage voice. Ready? No, please don't do Bane. I'm gonna be mad if you do Bane. Oh, I no, God, you God exists. God fucking damn it. You're Would the you say that? <laughs> Would you say that? That is the greatest, the second greatest line no, I of all not. time. I would not say that. I would. I'm gonna show you God exists, and then he walks literally into gunfire, like getting shot in the shoulder. But luckily, it's fucking Nick. Since but it's fine. I, yeah. What I'm assuming Nick Cage is saying is that I am God. That's why I can get shot in the shoulder and ne- not even react to it. Yeah. 
And then he just takes the plate over. And I'm like, bro, why didn't you do this earlier? <laughs> it doesn't... It, it, there are so many things. I also... There were so many parts where I was like, I don't know why any of these convicts care when any of the other convicts get killed. Like, it does. It just, like, doesn't make any sense. Like, why would Cyrus even care that, like, uh, Poe killed anybody else? Yeah. And now here's a crazy thing, Dragon. Because of John Cusack, mm-hmm. the uh, other agent, Agent Malloy... Mm-hmm. I can't remember his that actor's name. Yeah, I can't. Either. They don't shoot down the plane. Yes. All right. And, and so he said John Cusack saves the day. Sure. So instead of shooting down the plane and killing one man named Nick Cage and a couple of guards, yeah, they then fly over Vegas and have to crash land on the Vegas strip. on the on the strip. Then that definitely won't kill anybody on the ground. <laughs> I would argue. Hundreds of people have died. This would be akin to nine eleven. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever been? Have you ever been to Vegas? Uh, no, I have not. That Vegas Strip at that time of night could be the most populated thing you've ever been. Yeah. It, it, that sh- the Strip is only a couple of miles. Mm-hmm. It could take you an hour to go from one end to the other because there's so much traffic. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now here's the better part. Do you know where the airport is on Vegas? In Vegas. Uh huh. No, I don't. <laughs> Uh, it's like right, it's before you enter Vegas. So it's like right next to Vegas. It's literally where they landed and cra- where the plane crashed is a, was, I believe was Sands Casino. It, it's currently named something else. Uh-huh. It's literally three miles from the airport. <laughs> Wait, are you saying that they couldn't go those three miles to the airport? What I'm, what I'm saying is, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is they overshot the airport by three miles. Oh, and they ended up on the strip. <laughs> and they ended up on the strip. Instead of being like, hey, I think I can crash land in on the airport. Nah, I'm going to put it down on the strip because I guess it's going to kill less people? Question mark? To be fair, I, the pilot wasn't like a pilot, I, I will okay. say. But also, to be fair, he could still be like, uh, this will probably kill all of us. Why don't I try to land it on the airport yes. where we could survive? Again, I I don't think uh, I don't think that there was much thought I wanted to. No. Also, anyway, uh, Berto, then we wouldn't have gotten that cool crash landing that took so long. That it was end scene where forever. Yeah, that end scene where he's landing on in in Vegas, I twenty minutes maybe. It took yes. so long. I was like, this airplane is still skidding right now. This doesn't make any sense. And on top of that. They're killing hundreds of people. Yeah. Thanks again to John Cusack. Do you know how many, how many, how many children are gonna go to sleep that night, going, "My parents are gone forever." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to John Cusack. Thank okay. you, John Cusack. But to be fair, to be fair, Nick Cage's daughter is not gonna say that. Oh, she gets point. to meet her dad for the first time uh, here on her birthday. Oh my god. Oh man. All right, dragon. So then they have that big giant scene, and much like 90s movies, I don't know if you remember these 90s movies, Dragon, but mm-hmm. a lot of movies in the 90s decided, why have one ending when we can have four endings? Yeah, 100% correct. Your boy, excuse me, your boy, uh, oh, fuck, my, my, Dragon, I'm sorry, my throat is like really, really dry. Your boy, John Malkovich, mm-hmm. decides, oh, me and two other guys are going to escape. And they get on a fire truck somehow. Somehow they sneak onto a fire truck I and didn't just drive understand. away. I didn't understand how this happened. This is one of those things where I was like, okay, wait, I'm confused. Who's on the fire truck and who's on the police things that were also stolen? The police um, motorcycles? Yeah, somehow, without wearing a seatbelt, Nick Cage and John Valkovich live. Yeah. And not just not wearing a seatbelt. They were standing when the entire crash was happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So Nick Cage and John Cusack go after him. 
again, now we have a, a car, a fucking chase sequence that goes through a tunnel, which, by the way, I don't think Vegas has a tunnel that near it. I might be I, wrong. I have no idea. But then he, like, kills the, somehow, not only does Nicolas Cage ca- catch them, but then they land next to a construction site. Mm-hmm. Which then kills John Malkovich. John Malkovich dies like four times. Yeah. There's no way he's surviving the plane crash. There's no way he survives that crash where he, he, he the, the the ladder comes up and he crashes into a wall and no. then somehow falls into a fucking construction Absolutely site. Absolutely not. Although I did <laughs> I did like that Danny Trejo did not survive the plane crash and then they just take his body away and his arm is still hanging there and I was like oh well, yeah good. that's because that's he's a, a horrible he, his literally his personality trait is a I'm a rapist yeah. that's it yeah I rape. That's your personality trait. And his entire his entire goal for the movie is, mm, that guard, Sally Bish, I'm going to rape her. Yeah. That's his entire goal in the movie. Yes. A hundred percent. Oh, man. Um, anyway. The, oh, okay. Sorry. The, did you remember, did you see when uh, <clears throat> Nick Cage and the, what's it called? That prison guard? No, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the prison guard was like, all right, good job. I guess I'm going to leave. Did you, were you like, wait a minute. Why do you have so much sexual chemistry with this guard? I, I didn't, but I was also like, I don't, I, I mean, he's the only one, he's the one protecting her from the rapist, so I guess, like, she, everybody's excited about that. I don't know. Are you, are you saying she's not going to give up the goods no. to Nick Cage? No. <laughs> Why would she? She's not going to be like, <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> You're also not allowed to do that. You've, do, you've made too many bad noises today. It's not allowed. <laughs> You're not no. allowed to add kadoosh to it. <laughs> You're making me cough. I love exhaust. <coughs> Again, I'm so sorry. My throat is as dry as humanly possible. Okay. Well, let's start, right. let's start wrapping up. All right. Let's so start wrapping up. Here's, yeah, here's a real question. Yes. Is Cyrus actually dead? I, uh, well, I know Steve Buscemi's not. Well, here's the thing. Cyrus Based is on caught, the, I think. I don't think he's dead. No, he's dead. He, well, uh, allegedly he's dead because that, that, that uh, presser at the at the whatever machinery place. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know how he lands in a machinery place, but he lands in a machinery place sure. and his head is crushed by a, press, by a presser. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that killed him because based on this movie, I don't know if he can die. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? He's actually a superhero. And again, no one is watching Nick Cage. This massive airplane crash happened. Nick Cage is technically still in jail. Yeah. They said until you get to Alabama and we do your whatever paperwork, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. still a convict. Yeah. No one is watching him. He's just walking around yep. aimlessly. He doesn't even have someone being like, hey, uh, we need to take you to the hospital just to check you to make sure you're okay. Literally, that's, then, that's what I thought about all the convicts. I was like, they're all just going to scatter if they're not dead from the airplane crash. Yeah. And th- okay. And here's, here's the thing that really like made me go like, what the fuck is going on? Um, Nick Cage sees his daughter there. Mm-hmm. Dragon, do you remember 9-11? Well, uh, yeah, sure. So here's the thing. I remember 9-11. I was in New York City. Now, yeah. my story is super boring. I'm not even going to mention it. It's so boring. Yeah. Um, could you imagine if after 9-11, that night, or not even that night, a couple hours later, mm-hmm. someone was like, hey, guess what? Let me bring my daughter into Times Square. Wild. To meet someone. <laughs> For the first time. John Cusack brings his daughter there. Yeah. To meet. Her dad, in the middle of what should be a fucking bloodbath. Whole, none of it, none of it makes it, not only did that not make sense, but it doesn't make sense that um, they would have been brought from Alabama to begin with. Like, there's no, there's just simply no reason. Yeah. 
They like fly them in. How how quickly do they fly them in from Alabama? They got they got from Alabama to Carson City, Nevada in like T minus <laughs> one hour. Like it's, it's it, insane. It doesn't make any sense. Oh my god! I this movie anyway. Uh, yeah. Wait, oh, okay. We, we, we got it. We got we got to finish it off. Okay, right. Let's wrap up. Let's right. wrap up. Do you have dragon? Yes. Go. Do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, I, I think that, um, I, <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm like, every time, oh, by the way, I'm coughing away from the mic. That's how yeah. loud I'm coughing. Um, Go so th- basically I, I, I actually don't think, <laughs> I don't think I've seen this movie. I think I saw it on like TNT par- in parts, uh, but I've never seen the whole thing through. Um, so it surprised me how boring the beginning was. Um, but I generally like it, it's an it is a '90s action movie starring Nick Cage, and it's everything you want from a '90s action movie starring Nick Cage. I I mean, it's a fun movie. It's dumb. It doesn't make any sense, but it's fun. Um, and that's basically it. Uh, my my rating is I would I, I, for Smashly and Trashly, I would give it a Smashly. I think it's worth it. I am so happy to hear that you love Nick Cage. Now I don't. It's I, not that I love Nick Cage. It's I love it. I love a dumb action movie. Yeah. Now, I partially think that the only reason you gave this uh, a Smashly is because of uh, Nick Cage's hair. I, it is bad. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's and his his amazing accent. It's truly oh that his accent is worse than his hair. I I mean I don't even I mean I think both are just perfection. So <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. All right. Okay. My go. final thoughts. Yes. I I can't. This is just a perfect movie. What can yeah. I tell you? I mean. I, no, no logical jumps, no logical fallacies. Everything is perfect about it. No, this is the quintessential turn your brain off mm-hmm. action dumb movie. Like if you think too much about this movie, like like we have to do because we have to take notes, mm-hmm. then you're gonna be like, what the fuck is going on? 100%. Nothing makes sense. Yes. But if you just shut your eyes and just be like, I'm here for a good time. <laughs> I'm not here. I'm like I'm here for a good time. I'm not here for a long time. Yeah. Just put me in the seat. Big, big plane go fast, big things go boom, yeah. gun go boom, car fight, go fast. Fight, punch, punch hard. Punchies, punchies, big <laughs> oh, cage. Wait, there's one thing we didn't talk about We uh, that we like completely skipped over. We didn't talk about okay. the guy in the dress. <laughs> oh my god, this is what's crazy about this movie. We have, we talked about so much, yeah. and we still, I, by the way, I still have a long list of notes that we didn't even touch upon. I know. Um, but yeah, Sally Can't Dance is his name. Yep. Is uh, literally they just picked up a, a gay convict and he just decides uh, he's also a cross dresser. Yeah. And uh, it's the nineties. It's, it's the nineties. Everything clear. just was one thing. Everything yeah. was one. Okay. Because yeah. yeah. basically, uh, Sally can't dance is referring to themselves as she. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, everything just combined as one. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The, basically, dancing. My favorite part is when Nick Cage, instead of punching him, slaps him, slaps thought, him. That that is why I brought it up. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, yeah, I was honestly, like, Whoa, hilarious. Guys, nineties. That's perfect. Let's chill out. This is what I mean by there's some movies that couldn't be made these no, days. No, that part would that whole character would be cut out. There's no way. Yeah, and yet that fun, the funness of just having just just stupidity like that would be yep. cut out. Yep. And it's like, man, this is this is what I mean by people just get butthurt over everything. Like, that, you get butthurt over that, you would be like, oh, how, how dare they have uh, the only Mexican actor is a bad guy. Yeah, they're all bad guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh, the black, ca- like, apparently when people have been saying that this movie's racist. Is it? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> fucking know. I don't know. I watch this movie and I just have a good time. I, there's nothing else I can say. 
So anyone who's like, this movie's racist because of this, I'm like, bro, you are looking this into this way too much. Like, you know what I mean? Steve Buscemi fucking saves the day. Steve Buscemi is now playing craps at Vegas. Yeah. All right? That's the type of movie we have. A serial rapist. We are, like, at the end, like, yay! Of children. Yes. A serial rape murderer of children is out playing craps, and we're all like, ha, 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 what a funny ending. Yeah. All right. Um, Yes, so that was fun. Okay, um, anyway, Dragon- sorry. I, I completely interrupted your final thoughts okay. in your rating. No, it's fine. It's fine. That that was well worth it. Uh, Dragon, I give this movie a 7 out of 10. Yeah, okay? that's, that seems about right. Because, again, it's just literally, sh- turn your brain off, just have fun. It's fucking Jerry Bruckheimer produced. Like, <laughs> this is what, this is, this is what the movie, this is what the movies are meant to do. It's literally just, can I just go into a theater and for two hours have fun, have a good time? Yep. So, th- it does it perfectly. The only thing I wish it had uh, either male or female nudity, one or the other. Come on, guys! Like I will gotta, take. Yeah, I will always take either. We gotta step up. Yep. We gotta step up with these things. Sure, this movie is PG thirteen, and that would have made it R rated, despite <laughs> the fact that hundreds of people died in this movie. Yep. There's literally a nine eleven occurs in this movie, and yet we're like, oh, PG rating because there's it's gonna be an R rating because they showed a titty. But you know what? So, what, so, what do I know? What so, do I know, so. Dragon? Uh, okay. Well, that's good, Berto. Uh, should we should we move on for to next week? Yes. Why don't you tell us what we're going to be watching next week, Dragon? Okay. All right. So uh, obviously we're doing blockbusters, right? Uh huh. <laughs> so I ch- I chose a definitely a blockbuster. Yep. <laughs> we we are going to watch 1981's Blowout. Uh, so Blowout comes in at an hour and forty eight minutes. It is currently streaming on Amazon Prime, um, and it is a Brian De Palma movie starring uh, John Travolta. So that's well- exciting. Dragon, I'm so glad that you chose this blockbuster for blockbuster. <laughs> summer blockbuster fun, right? Um, I mean, this movie, do you know what the budget on this movie was? I don't. I don't know anything Eight, about it. $18 million. Do you know how much, how many hundreds of millions of dollars this movie made in the box I'm guessing, over? okay, if the budget was $18 million, I'm guessing it made 10 <laughs> More. More? $13.8 million. Ooh, good for you. <laughs> Super blockbuster movie, Dragon. Good job. Um, well, I am pumped. I, I'm really excited to watch this movie again. Um, it, so it'll, it'll be a good time. John Lithgow's yep. in it, by, by the way, as well. Mm-hmm. Blockbuster. Uh, I mean, Dennis Branch is in it. Listen. John Travolta, John well Tra- known for making blockbusters. John Lithgow, well known for making blockbusters. Dennis Franz, uh-huh. well known for making blockbusters. I'm so excited. <laughs> it, it's, it's truly good. Okay. Okay. So we're going to watch uh, that. What, yeah. Where is it streaming? Uh, Prime. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Dragon, why don't you go ahead and send us off? Oh, oh, okay, bye. Oh, okay, bye.